For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover the experience of students with concussions, President Ice Gruber's opinion piece in The Washington Post, the legislative punishment of transgender lawmaker Zoe Seffer, and a nuclear arms agreement between the United States and South Korea. It's Thursday, April 27th. In a piece published to the Prince on Tuesday, sports contributor Ava Seagal looked into the experience of athletes who suffer from concussions while balancing the difficulties of student-athlete life. We sat down with Ava to get a better understanding of their experiences and the resources available to them. Hi, I'm Ava Siegel, and I'm a sports contributor. Could you tell me a little bit about what your piece is about? So this piece is covering the interrelationship between student-athletes on campus and the impacts of concussions, and it goes into the impacts not only on the field but off the field in academics and symptom experience and longevity and all the interrelations with that. Could you give us an idea of what it's like to have a concussion at Princeton? It's definitely a challenge that I think is goes beyond the experience of a concussion out of the Princeton experience. Um, as reported by a bunch of different student-athletes on campus that we talked to, there are severe symptoms that can be debilitating. This includes things like migraines and insomnia, nausea and vomiting, and a really hard time focusing and working can to not only keep up that play on the field, but being able to do things like attend classes or have social outings. And what kind of support do these students have? There is various support on campus that goes beyond just the team and athletic trainers to also include resources like the Office of Disability Services and residential college deans. You can read more about sports concussions at Princeton by reading Ava's full piece, linked in the show notes and available at dailyprincetonian.com. Yesterday, University President Christopher Ice Gruber, class of 83, published an opinion article in the Washington Post about the benefits of achieving a college degree. In his piece, Ice Gruber outlines what he describes as, quote, cognitive biases that drive students away from college. These include, quote, unquote, hyperbolic discounting, where prospective students will, quote, overstate upfront costs and discount future payoffs, while also making an argument that the cost of college is affordable due to the proliferation of financial aid programs. He also claims that, quote, crushing student loan burdens are not true for most. He ends the piece with the claim that the ways people overstate the cost, quote, hurts us all. In national news, the Montana House of Representatives voted yesterday to ban Montana State Representative Zoe Seffer from speaking during or attending floor sessions for the rest of the legislative session. She will be permitted to vote remotely during this period. Zephyr, who is transgender, was reprimanded after stating that she hoped supporters of a bill to ban gender-affirming care would, quote, see blood on their hands when they bowed their heads for prayer. On her punishment, Zephyr claimed that, quote, if you use decorum to silence people who hold you accountable, all you are doing is using decorum as a tool of oppression. This silencing comes at a contentious time for trans rights, as Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey announced emergency rules on Monday that will limit the availability of gender-affirming health care for both minors and adults. This policy is currently set to take effect later this week. Yesterday, President Joe Biden and South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol formulated a deal to deploy a U.S. nuclear submarine in South Korea while continuing to prohibit South Korea from pursuing a nuclear weapon program. The meeting, which took place in D.C., was amid rising concerns about nuclear threats from North Korea as they are pursuing a record number of ballistic missile tests this year. During a news conference alongside President Yoon, President Biden emphasized that the deal is intended to strengthen U.S.-South Korean cooperation. While the deal does stipulate the placement of a U.S. nuclear-armed submarine in South Korea, it does not mean total U.S. commitment to use nuclear weapons in the event of a North Korean attack on South Korea. It isn't clear whether this deal will be well-received by South Koreans in favor of arming. Today, expect chilly and cloudy, with a high of 62 and a low of 45. That's all for Daybreak today.
Today's episode was written by Bridget O'Neill and me, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. Have a wonderful day.